Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WorkRate Podcast. This is our AEW Dynamite in review. I'm joined, as always, by Brad. Brad, how you doing? I am extremely hot. It's super hot here today. So if you can hear a fan in the background, I apologize, but I'll die without it. So yeah, Brad needs it. Brad needs his fan. Just just yeah. <laughs> just allow him to have his fan. Yeah. Okay. So. A lot has transpired, and a lot ha- has happened, and a lot has come out. Um, let's talk about the AW video game. You haven't played it, I assume. No, I have not. I have played it. I own it. Um, it is not the second coming of Jesus for wrestling video games. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's a... Uh, well, it's funny, because it's not the stu- studio's first crack at a game which I don't know you'd think they would have a lot of uh, a lot of experience making it because they do but mm-hmm. like it's a uh, it's almost there in almost every way yeah like yeah. Uh, when you see reviews and they say like it's like it's really close but it's not quite great and it's almost like because it's not great and you know how the great should feel mm-hmm you know, it's like, it's almost more disappointing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because I'm just like, this should feel incredible, but it doesn't. And it looks like they're just about there, but they just don't have quite enough staff or quite enough time or quite enough budget to really tighten the screws on it. But it's good. Mm-hmm. It's And if you're... I would say, like, if uh, if you're someone who's like a a fighting game fan, this is good for you. Like, this is this would be fun, but it's it's something where like th- there's games like Mario Kart or Smash Bros or any fighting game that when I was a kid, and I could just like sit there and face the computer over mm-hmm. and over and over, and to my heart's content, that doesn't. Um, do it for me anymore? Mm-hmm. That makes it like I need a hook. Like I need a I need a storyline. I need I need some kind of single player thing. I can't just like do the match. Yeah, forever. I can do the match a bit, but then I'm like, okay, now what? And uh, no mercy in the past when it came out. My fucking friends are over. We're eating Doritos, drinking our root beer, having sleepovers. I ain't doing that anymore. (laughs) And I don't really game with friends online. (laughs) So it's like, it's really good. And it is pretty much what No Mercy was. But like I was sort of saying before, just like, I don't know if that type of game has passed me by. Like, I think I need that universe mode. Or like yeah. that continuous, that continuous sports thing, where like mm-hmm. you have a season, or you're the GM or whatever. And I know uh, that's not the game that uh, Kenny Omega wanted to wanted to make. But I think for the longevity of your franchise, that's the game that you should make. Yeah, you don't have to necessarily play that mode, but I think you have to make that mode. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's a, it's fun, and I played it a little more. At first, I was a little disappointed, but I was also super tired. Um, I didn't play it late at night or anything, but I went to bed late, 
Mm-hmm. And then I woke up early because my neck was itchy. You know, do you sometimes wake up and your back of your neck's itchy and then you just got to get up out of bed? Yeah. 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 So that happened to me. And I was like, well, fuck, I guess I'm going to play an hour of Final Fantasy 16, which is amazing. And that's the thing. It's like when I was a kid, you play just whatever the fuck you have. Yeah. Like you don't know if a game's bad or not. You just play it. Mm-hmm. As an adult, I don't play anything below an eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I don't play anything that's not great. So, like this game is good, not great. I don't play good games anymore. Mm-hmm. I play great games. I don't have time to just play good games. That's that's sort of where I am as an adult. I'm like, this is good, but like I played. I was like, how many exhibition games am I going to run with myself? Yeah. Yeah. Like one thing I love to do on uh, 2K is I love to set up a tournament and see how it shakes out. Mm-hmm. And for uh, for a company that has Owen Hart in the game, has the Owen Hart tournament, runs more tournaments than any other place other than New Japan. Yeah. They don't have a tournament thing in the game for you to do. And that seemed like what, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Just just shit like that. Just give me something to do. They made yeah. a bunch of mini games in the game. I, I ain't playing those. Sorry. Yeah. I I, I, I don't play. <laughs> I don't play Mario Party by myself. I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna play that by myself. Sorry. It's just not gonna. Yeah. But games fun. And it's funny. People are like, oh, the the graphics don't. I like the graphics. That's not the problem. I, I legitimately think it looks good. Yeah. I enjoy them. I think it's From fun. The character models and stuff I've seen, I think it looks great. But Yeah, it's it's a good time. It looks it looks like no mercy. It looks like a more polished no mercy, which is mm-hmm. all I need. Yeah, from all the reviews I've seen and stuff, everyone kinda agrees with what you're saying. It's it's like really fun to play, it's just there's not a lot to do. Yeah, and it's like it has like just as much to do in it as no mercy. But that came out on on Nintendo sixty four. Mm-hmm. Games are different than that now. You got to come with a little bit more. Yeah. And, and the the biggest gripe I have mm-hmm. is the creator wrestler stuff. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, creating a wrestler okay, not bad. Um, there's very little clothing to give them. Which okay, maybe you unlock some stuff. Fine, whatever. But in order to put the stats where you want and to give them all the moves, like unlock all the moves that you want, you have to go through the single player. Oh, it's not just... There. So it's like, okay, they give you 100 creator wrestler slots. You want me to play the single player 100 times? Mm-hmm. Unless I'm misreading or unless the man I know who reviewed the game was wrong. <laughs> because uh you and I both know the guy who uh who reviewed yeah. the game for IGN. Mm-hmm. He is a uh he belongs in, to our wrestling community. Um he said you got to go through the single player, which is like 2 hours of not that great. I th- I th- I heard Greg Miller uh from kind of funny say the same thing, so that, I'm sure that's how it goes down. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. That's really bad design. Yeah, because like, maybe no mercy. Once you unlock the stuff, it was just there for all the other 
create a recipe. I think it's probably there, but you can't boost the stats. Mm-hmm. Like, I created Sunny Kiss. I was like, okay, great. Um, so I think Sunny Kiss is the only creator wrestler I'm going to make. Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm, it takes a long enough time to create a wrestler, but then to ha- to not be able to just skip it, like, mm-hmm. I bought your season pass, let me fucking just boost the stats up. And that's the one thing that's kind of unclear, because the wrestlers, from what I can tell, don't have stats, or their stats are behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you go over, like, Hangman Page, it doesn't say, like, 88 or whatever yeah it's just hangman page so it's like are they all even and you're just giving them moves and everyone's on equal footing which i could see them doing that yeah if they want to go for like the arcadey field they're talking about mm-hmm. i could say but then like that. also like ray phoenix is super fucking fast so that's not the case <laughs> so it's yeah, a, that's true um yeah it's a it's interesting um good game i suggest people play it if you really like No Mercy and just like fucking running matches, absolutely get it. And if yeah. you're a fighting game fan and you're just like, I'm just going to play people online, I just fight people all the time, I just do whatever, whatever, then yeah, it's, I mean, it's what, you, it's what you like. Yeah, I'm a huge fighting game fan. Like, I'm playing a ton of Street Fighter right now, so. Yeah, so you might like it. I'm not a, I'm not a fighting game fan, mm-hmm. so the like just running matches doesn't do it for me. I yeah. need to like um like I love doing the WWE universe thing mm-hmm. in uh, in 2K and they did a really good job this year. Like they made it so that you can like adjust the AI of certain characters so that like Randy Orton never goes off the top rope. Mm-hmm. Um and shit shit like that. So like you can just you can straight sim it and it looks good. Um so yeah, it's a uh, it's interesting. Like I could see it's a really, really good base, if that makes sense. Yeah. Sort of like <laughs> well, when uh, Street Fighter came out a couple years ago and there wasn't quite enough characters in it mm-hmm. and there wasn't quite enough modes in it and people are like, it feels good, but there's not that much here. That's kind of what this feels like. Okay. Well, hopefully they can add to it over time. Right? I know they have a big DLC. That's a, that's it. another thing. They they've announced the DLC, but like, is that it? Are you going to mm-hmm. do more? Um, there was that thing that people found a little bit ago. You know how I had said that uh, Stadium Stampede was going to be in the game. It's not yeah. in it right now, but some data miners looked into it, and apparently, it's a fucking battle royale oh, baked wow. into the game. Okay, like. Fucking 30 people in the stadium. Fucking, there's loot boxes and vehicles and the fucking ring shrinks and everything. That actually sounds pretty fun. (laughs) That sounds incredible. (laughs) But like, so they're doing some wild shit. They just, Mm -hmm. it's funny. It seems like they had a ton of time, but they're also, it's a, it was a small studio making this game during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I we'll see. I maybe could have spent a little more time on the wrestling and a little less time on the mini games because I mm-hmm. I ain't doing that. I think they might, there might be a cart racer in it. I don't know. <laughs> I think there might be a cart racer in this game. <laughs> yeah, 
This this summer's been uh, pretty taxing on my wallet, which is why I haven't got oh any. Oh my god, I I'm trying to do some fucking wallet fucking magic gymnastics right now. Mm-hmm. For like, when do I have to pay this? Can you do? <laughs> when do I, I'll pay this when I get this, and I'll do that, and I'll move this over there, and blah 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 blah, and it's killing me. Yeah. It's killing me right now. Which is why I haven't gotten it yet. So, but yeah, I'll no, get it I eventually. Mean, I was weak. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was weak again, like the same week. Yeah. That's another Sa- thing, too. Same week in the same week. Putting too many games out at one time. Yeah, they're they're killing me. And then mm-hmm. I keep forgetting that Baldur's Gate's coming out in like two months. They and just Starfield. released some stuff of that today, at Baldur's Gate. It looks yeah. crazy. Yeah, the, I saw some news about it today. Like 175 hours of CGI cinematics. Mm-hmm. In the game, what? <laughs> and that like, <laughs> nobody could possibly find all those mm-hmm. uh, yeah. cinematics. That's what's great about those games. Like certain things are going to lock you out from other things, and mm-hmm. those games are amazing. If you've ever played any of Larian's games, I have not. But Divinity Original fun. Sin, two, not the mm-hmm. first one. The second one, incredible, incredible game. Um, I'm still played it on console. Which it's yeah. not really made for that, but whatever. Um, I'm still grinding away on Diablo with the wife. Oh yeah, I mean that's a game that uh, poor Diablo got killed by uh, Final Fantasy for me. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy came out and I was like, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> that Toy Story meme. I don't exactly, play with you exactly. <laughs> and Diablo is the type of game though that you can always just come back to. Oh, you can later. come back to it later for sure. And for me, I'm a a long time Final Fantasy guy mm-hmm. from like way back in the day. So that that pretty much gets priority over everything. Yeah. From me. I love Final Fantasy too. Nine nine's one of my all time favorite games. Like with AEW, I'm just just crazy crap keeps happening to my house or at my house that I gotta keep paying for, so it's just Well it'll I'll get it eventually. Oh yes. But of course. I was like, what does AEW have to do with your house? And now I yeah, understand yeah, yeah. what you meant. Yeah, yeah, just like, like we've had big. It's like, storms are they wrestling here. in your house? Are you doing backyard wrestling? What's going uh, on? Not anymore. I'll die first bump I take. But <laughs> no, just like storms, like knocked a hole in our chimney and stuff like that. It's just terrible. <laughs> okay, so next we should talk a little bit about maybe I don't know if you want to ask me some questions about because I I was at Fight Forever. No, I was not. That's that's You're not at Forbidden a, Door. That's not. Yeah, I was just about to bring it up. I was at Forbidden Door. So, what was your uh, overall experience like at Forbidden Door? Incredible. And I had been to a Dynamite before. And honestly, it was it was good. I enjoyed Dynamite. Wasn't like the greatest thing ever. I was like, this was pretty good. Forbidden Door was like nothing else I've ever been to. It was so loud. The crowd was up the whole time. Like the whole time, and even afterwards, after Brian Danielson's match, when he when he sent the people home, he's just like, "I have to say, I have never in my life seen a crowd like you guys. You guys, this was a five-hour show, and you were up for the whole time. You were yelling the whole time. There was no down moments. You just kept going, even when people 
there was like there was a visible pee break because you could see mm-hmm. people like like it didn't thin out but you could see mm-hmm. people going up the aisles and of course mm-hmm. it was for the women's match so i was kind of annoyed yeah. but um but even then it was still loud there was there was chance the whole time um there was people standing i i got moved from a quiet section to a loud section because i got there and the lady was like oh yeah you're you're one thing over and pointed me over to the section so i went and i sat down and then a guy some people came over later like hey i think you're in our seats and i'm like oh no this is my seat blah 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 blah. anyway she pointed me to the wrong section (laughs) so then i went to the right one and (laughs) it was a much louder section and i was in a i was in a fairly pro CM Punk section mostly just I had a few CM Punk fans in front of me and a few behind me mm-hmm. mostly guys that were just drunk and having fun mm-hmm. but like uh, <laughs> but kind of being contrarian and making jokes and having a good time mm-hmm. and um, but yeah no it was uh, it was loud it was fun it was super loud like when uh, and I was like I wonder how this is translating onto TV. And I asked you, I was like, does it sound loud? And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it, it sounds loud. loud. It was fucking it was loud, loud in there. My mm-hmm. voice just came back. Yeah. Like, and you can even still hear it. It sounds a little groggy. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, my voice was gone in, from Sunday until Thursday, Sunday through Wednesday. My <laughs> voice was just gone. I still, I still can't hit a high note. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to hit a high note again. Yeah. But yeah, like one match into the show, like one match into the fucking uh, pre-show, I I texted you guys as like, I'm too old for this. My voice <laughs> is in tatters. <laughs> and it was like right away. And I, I just yelled through it. <laughs> like to the point where your voice kind of makes a, takes a rebound. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, <laughs> like gone. My voice was gone, and luckily I just work with dogs, mm-hmm. so dogs don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People, they can't hear me. I just pointed for things around my house. Give me this. Give me this. <laughs> yeah, no, so fun. That Kenny match, my God, Ooh-wee. that was violent that was bloody it was incredible um the crowd went in fucking sane like when he when he kicked out at one yeah. when he got his foot on the ropes after the one ring one winged angel or no that was the kick out at one <laughs> but he got his foot on the ropes at one point that i think that was after the stab in the head yeah it's after the stab and the, the uh, hidden blade and then he got his foot on the rope yeah like Never in my life have I like shot out of a seat screaming "Let's go" mm-hmm. <laughs> at the top of my lungs. Um, such a such a great time, to the point where even Brian Danielson had a letdown. The the next match, like the crowd was like, "Ooh!" Like no one mm-hmm. could top the the match yeah. before. It would have been impossible, and they probably should have seen that. They maybe yeah, well, they, sh- they should they have tried put... to put the Sting and Jericho tag match in between. Yeah, but I, I think they should have switched um, mm-hmm. Kenny and Osprey and Okada and 
and Danielson. Uh, yeah. and Danielson because none of those, neither of those two matches were for the belt. Mm-hmm. So I just you got to kind of know Kenny's going to get people more up than mm-hmm. Danielson and Okada. As much as I love Okada, not exactly the most exciting wrestler, like a very good wrestler, mm-hmm. but like. Well, that that match too was a lot more like technical, like, and that's sort of what I'm saying. It's a different kind mm-hmm. of match, like, uh, it's n- not so much the oohs and the ahs that you're gonna get from Kenny Osprey. Mm-hmm. Kenny yeah, Osprey sure. is like, you can't top that. Mm-hmm. Which I really love the Danielson Okada match. Other than oh, it's fantastic. It was really really good. But I'm just saying that's how good the Kenny mm-hmm. oh, um, yeah, Osprey sure. match was. Is that no match. Ever, it doesn't matter who comes out next. It could be fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out mm-hmm. next, and he's not going to get the same pop as yeah. Kenny Osprey. Like they're sure. like the crowd got a little tired. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I mean, we couldn't tell in the building, but uh, Brian Danielson fractured his arm ten minutes into that match and went <laughs> yeah. another like twenty five minutes. Yeah, just a a, a madman. I don't even know how he tapped the man out. How did he get him in the hole? He used his legs. He Danielson used his legs to trap his other arm and then squeezed both his arms together with his good arm and his knees. He was nuts. He looked crazy <laughs> on TV. Insane man. I'm surprised he didn't snap off his arm and just start beating him with it. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, he brought back the yes chance in that. Like, he actually did the yes. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Yeah. I mean, he lost himself in it. Like you mm-hmm. could see when he got to the ring. Because um, what, what's cool is they have the screen up. So you'll find yourself looking at the ring up, mm-hmm. ring up, just to like to see like facials and stuff like that. Like, uh, like I didn't know that CM Punk, bless the fans booing him, was doing the Lariat. Yeah. Lariat. <laughs> Yeah, Kojima, like, yeah, I was doing that in yeah. the crowd. Yeah, like <laughs> I want a lariat. Yeah, lariat. <laughs> I was I was cheering on uh, Kojima, but I didn't realize that Punk did the same thing. <laughs> but yeah, like, could you see Kojima elbow drop Punk right in the nuts, right in the nards? Yeah, <laughs> and then afterwards he said, "I elbow dropped him in the cock." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I love. Uh, translations, man. They're so funny. <laughs> yeah. He tweeted, I will dropped him in the cock. <laughs> <laughs> Probably doesn't realize how, like, saying cock isn't rude, but it's like, it has a a sexual connotation to it, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to, like, in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. But yeah, like, even in the pre-show, or like, before anything was happening, uh, a, a CM Punk, like a CM Punk chant came out and it got buried immediately by boos. People were like, mm-hmm. hey, fucking boo! Boo! <laughs> it happened uh, on Dynamite 2 during the Young Bucks match. You could hear a CM Punk chant start and then it got booed. CM, or the, the Young Bucks actually got a little bit of a boo one time in the 10-man match. Mm-hmm. And I think this was when uh, Mox and Eddie were going at it. And I think the the Bucks kind of the Bucks came in and got involved when there was an extended strong style 
<laughs> thing happening and the fans started booing. They're like, Boo no, strong style, get out. Yeah. <laughs> that that part was awesome though. Uh like they just kept chopping each other while everyone else did high spots around him. Which brilliant. Was really cool. Fucking brilliant, man. Oh, the whole night was just a blast. I felt bad for specifically for um Tom Lawler because he was scheduled to have that match with Adam Cole, which would have mm-hmm. been fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, Cole got sick and then Tom Lawler had a match before the pre-show, um, just with Serpentico, which was like, whatever, no (laughs) one was even in there yet. Um, I got in there pretty quick because the lines were huge. So I'm glad I did. Um, did you get any merch? I didn't cause it was very expensive. And like I said, doing some, uh, financial Houdini right now to, Mm -hmm try and get things paid but only on only when i have to yeah <laughs> some some things i liked from the pay-per-view was the four-way for the international title that was awesome yes garcia uh dancing off the chops from shibata and zack saber jr was oh hilarious God, yes and when they were just bullying garcia too yeah. he kept trying to get in and they would hit him again <laughs> yeah really funny yeah oops Really good match. And then the Tin Man tag was good. I liked the CM Punk match. I thought that was good. MJF versus Tanahashi it was, was really good. good. CM Punk's a great heel. He's When he's not being an asshole, he's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you knew, but during the MJF match, they said it on commentary, he scheduled a tweet to come out during the match. He's like, oh, I scheduled this tweet because I know I've already beaten Tanahashi by now. But it was like four minutes into the match. So <laughs> <laughs> I knew he's I knew he did that. I didn't know that it was that early in the match. Yeah, it's like four minutes into the match. And then like ten minutes after the match he posted a video on Twitter it's like, I've already left the arena. I'm going home. And like Deuces. it was just him in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it was really, I thought really this good. was a killer show and probably like last year to be my show of the year. Because yeah, that's the awesome. Uh, people, some people ask, like, which one did you prefer? Like, obviously this one because this oh, yeah, one this had one. the star power. Yeah, and that's the it's... thing that goes to show how great last year's show was because mm-hmm. all the stars got hurt. Yeah, leading into it, so almost every match was cold, and mm-hmm. it was still the best pay per view of the year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this like nothing's going to touch this. It's mm-hmm. it's toast. It's done. Finito. Yeah. You couldn't, uh, the Jungle Boy turn, you didn't get Taz's commentary, which was no. amazing. Because you guys started chanting, you fucked up. And Taz was like, you damn right you did. And then, like, uh, he was sitting there and he's super mad. And they're trying to ask him questions about the next match. He's like, I can't even concentrate. And that's when they did this. That's when they switched him out with Shivani. Taz and Shivani switched places because Taz was so upset that Hook got beat up. I was like, that's, that's a pretty good idea. It is good. I like it. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, because it happened. And then we're like, Oh shit! That's his daddy. <laughs> we're, we're all looking at like, "What's he doing? Does he look mad?" And we were just looking at the back of his head. Like, yeah, he was bad. Does he look and they mad because they had the camera right up in front of mm-hmm. him. We we're like, "Oh, he's talking right now." Yeah, he's uh, like, "He better he's run, like, Jungle better... Boy. You're a dead man. You're a dead man." Like he started going crazy and stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. They started chanting his it. name. He's like, "Don't chant me for. Don't chant my name." <laughs> stuff. I'll kill him. You don't want to mm-hmm. chant my name. I'll kill him. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, it's a it's a great ass time, man. I love it. If uh, if you get a chance to go to Forbidden Door, do so. Um, 
If they ever have one in like Dallas or something, I doubt they'll ever have a pay per view here. But if they ever have one in Dallas, I'll definitely make the or drive. any show. I mean, it's just a really fun time. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, last night's episode, the crowd was good for mm-hmm. Hamilton because Hamilton's Did not you... a big city. Yeah, we talked about the. Uh, I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but the we, you and I text about this a little bit. The tickets for Collision on mm-hmm. Saturday, they weren't selling well. They've actually sold up to three thirty five hundred or something like that. Okay, and it's a forty five hundred seat arena, so yeah. Done. So that is good. That is mm-hmm. good. They'll be fine then. Yeah, because uh, before they were in the hundreds. Yeah, like I don't know how Regina's not... doing. I know Regina was like their lowest one, but <laughs> they hadn't sold a that. Don't go to Saskatchewan. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love yeah. Saskatchewan. It's a de- it's it's prairies. <laughs> like it's not a densely populated area. <laughs> like Saskatchewan is lovely. I'm sure. I've never been there. Um and I'm not saying like it's a bad place, but it's just like it's not a big it's not a heavily populated place. Maybe you'll get <laughs> some people from Calgary or whatever doing <laughs> the travel in there. But I I don't know, man. It's weird. It's a weird place to run. Like they didn't, they're not running Montreal. You should, Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary should be the only four places you go. Yeah. That is weird. No disrespect to anyone else. Yeah. That's weird. Don't, why are you doing Montreal? Mm -hmm. Montreal is fucking wild. That's, it's one of the best, uh, wrestling places in the world i was gonna say they, they love wrestling there yeah man that's fucking huge there mm-hmm. how do you how do you come here and you do like four shows in the toronto or the gta area the greater toronto area mm-hmm. which is toronto and all its children on the outside of toronto yeah and then um you do four here or even five is it it might be five because they did yeah. rampage too i don't know if it was its own show or its own taping, but probably not. But yeah, it's uh, it's wild. And mm-hmm. I guess now, I don't know how long we've been recording. I can't see. I guess we should start getting into the show. Yeah. Okay, yes, 30 minutes. I was like, have we been recording? I see, <laughs> I see the ticker now. I was like, I quit. <laughs> I quit. Yeah. How did the show open? Didn't it open with... Orange Cassidy, so I can't remember how it opened. I actually took a little bit of notes this time. Okay, cool. To be honest. I forgot. How, and I opened with a match. Oh, it was Ishii versus King, or, um, um, Moxley. Yeah, Ishii versus Mox, which was just strong style personified. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't even really have to watch the match that intently. It was just, it was Lariat, mm-hmm. Lariat. There's elbow, headbutts. Oh my lord, the headbutts. Yeah, Mox actually bled for the first time since a while. That wasn't in the cage match. He bled in the cage match, but it's cage match, so you expect Well, that, one but... thing with Mox is like people talk about like, oh, Mox is always blading, Mox is always blading. Mox isn't blading. No. He... All his shit's hard way. <laughs> yeah, man. He's got he's got the Ric Flair forehead now. Mm-hmm. Like he's got the old school like scar tissue forehead where you can just punch him you can just hit him there and it'll, it'll just bust it'll bust open mm-hmm. he, he's done that on purpose so that he can do hard way now he mm-hmm. can do a spot which he did in this match which was the two of them were headbutting each other back and forth and they both bled the hard way mm-hmm. 
which is fucking wild. I don't know yeah. how Ishii did that. Yeah, because Ishii's got a thick ass head, man. <laughs> I know, and he does. New Japan doesn't really do blading, so they mm-hmm. don't do a lot of uh, blood. So I don't know if it was his blood. Or if it was just Mox's blood on him, but it might at one Mox's point, just axe, on him. at one point, Taz says it looks like Moxley got hit in the forehead with an axe. Mm-hmm. Well, when he when they came out later, did you see that it was like already stitched up and it had like that gel stuff on it? It looked gross when he, they came out later. Yeah, man, it was uh, he fucking hard weighed his head with headbutts. Mm-hmm. Insane. That's yeah. insane. It was a great spot too, visually, with the two guys There's, on their knees just fucking Yeah. There's one spot towards the end where they both started kicking out of everything at one. That was awesome. Yep. I love this, that part. <laughs> this was just there was a one of Moxley's first matches in New Japan, uh, when he first went into the G one climax, I think it mm-hmm. was. Yep. Um one of the first big ones that people were excited to watch was him versus Ishii. Yeah. And it was, it didn't quite live up to the expectations, at least for me. This one was them running it back, and yeah. this was better. The thing I liked about the first one they did in, in the the G1, though, was Tomohiro Ishii jumping off the top rope through a table, like, because you just never see it. That's true. <laughs> that's, like, true. the only thing I really remember about that match, but, yeah. Well, that's this the thing. Was... It wasn't the most memorable match, but this mm-hmm. one was fucked. This was yeah. great. Um, and I loved Kingston coming down because yeah, he's Kingston coming down just to chase off Claudio and the goons to be like, and they just Kingston and Claudio just stare at each other the entire time. They're not even watching the match. They're just staring at each other from across the ring. <laughs> it's so good. And <laughs> Kingston's whole thing is you don't need these guys. <laughs> you don't need these guys to be who you are. So Mox ends up winning with the paradigm shift. He actually hit two paradigm shifts <laughs> in this match. One, the standard one, and then one where he, like, fucking, like, it's almost like a... Doesn't he call, like, the super one, like, where they go really high? Isn't that the one that he actually calls the Death Rider? I think so. Higher? Yeah. 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 Death Rider! Yeah. Um, oh, at the uh, Forbidden Door, I loved BCC coming out to his New Japan theme. That was yes. sick. Yes. Just having the New Japan announcer... Oh! So Dude, cool. he was so good. <laughs> he was He was earning his money. Oh my god! Like he just hearing, uh, not even like the New Japan guys, but to hear him announce guys who are never in Japan, I was like, "This mm-hmm. is fucking awesome." I was like, "I loved." After uh, door you guys did a red shoes chant. Yes, we the, did do IWGP a red shoes championship, chant. <laughs> and it was cool because uh, one of the guys beside me was like, uh, "It's like, what's this?" Red shoes. Why is everyone cheering red shoes? I was, I was like, that's the ref in New Japan. The refs, kind of like AEW, have their own personalities, their own refing style. <laughs> this is Red Shoes Umino, who's the dad of uh, Shuda Umino. And he was like, <laughs> oh, that's Shuda's dad? So he's like, oh, that's cool. So like he knew Shuda, but he didn't know <laughs> Red Shoes. That's cool. Um, that's cool. Yeah, and then Red Shoes did the did the kick. On the ropes yeah. <laughs> in it, which is one of my favorite spots. Um, yeah, so then we have Kingston sarcastically congratulating Mox afterwards. He's saying, mm-hmm. congratulations, you did it. You did it all on your own, Mox. You did it. And then Mox is pissed. He pushes past past mm-hmm. him, goes backstage. And then 
we go to commercial, I believe, at this point, and then we come back, and it's uh, Renee is in the back with uh, Mox and Eddie are yelling at each other. Mox is like, "Oh, this is bullshit!" Blah blah blah, and and he and Eddie are just having a shouting match at each other, and it it just felt so real. It felt like mm-hmm. two brothers, yeah, just have just having a real like they love each other, but they hate each other in this moment. Mm-hmm. And they're both so frustrated, and you got Mox's wife like, "You guys need to patch this shit up or mm-hmm. fuck yeah, off." Yeah, I love that. And Claudio's like, "I'll beat his ass." Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the past. like, it's it's really good. It was really. I was like, "Damn, this is like Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. yeah, dinner." Exactly. <laughs> it was uh, it's great. Like, it, I was like, "This is this is the shit that AEW does that I love." Mm-hmm. Okay. Was. This also the backstage segment with Renee and uh, Adam Cole around this time. I think that might have been in a little bit, but that one was funny too. Yeah. Talk about that. MJF. Like, so Renee's interviewing Adam Cole. I think she tries to bring up the, the, what are they calling their tag tournament? Like blind eliminator tag tournament or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Roddy was there too at this time or no? No, he's in a second one. Okay. Because they did two backstage ones, but this first one is they're doing that, and then you hear this car like speeding and honking, and they're like, "What the hell?" And then MJF opens the car door, and he goes, "What's up, dude?" Like that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> and he's like super excited. He's like, "Come on, Adam, we got to get to know each other. Let's go out on the town and stuff." And he sets Adam, up a friend date. Yeah, and Adam Cole's <laughs> like, "We could do that, but I just got here, and there's some people I need to talk to first, so you're gonna have to wait." And he's like, "Okay, bud. I even made us this new shirt. I'm better than you, baby. Available right now on." shop.aw or whatever it's just really funny <laughs> it's good i love that mm-hmm. uh they just take like little bits and gimmicks and they're like buy the gimmick mm-hmm. <laughs> buy the bit yeah because like they did they made like three jungle hook shirts and they've already broken up <laughs> <laughs> they just like uh, someone says a funny line once and they're like print it yeah yeah that's pretty much yeah and then I forget what happened next after the I think it was the Orange Cassidy match next, right? Yes. Uh, Vikingo, OC, and Lee versus the JAS. Yeah. This is good. We got uh, Keith Lee back with his dark hair, which yeah. look, clearly died, but that's fine. Yeah, well, he said he's... I, I remember an interview the first time he came out gray. Everyone's like, what happened? He's like, oh, I've been gray since I was like 25, so like I just always die it. But <laughs> well, yeah, I've seen him grayer like mm-hmm. when he was um when they put po- when they tried to lie to people and post that one vacation pic yeah and then yeah. he showed up he had gray in his beard and in his mm-hmm. hair and yeah, then they said they were on it and there was no right? gray anymore yeah so yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. great this match too. was tons of fun uh no it was, it was good it was fun it was wild we got um, Garcia doing the salsa dance on the back of Keith Lee, which oh is awesome. And Keith Lee just stands up and gets him in the, the big bang attack or whatever he calls it. It's fucking so funny. Gets on top of him and just starts mm-hmm. doing, doing that the salsa. dance is my favorite part of mm-hmm. wrestling right now. Yeah, it's great. It's so funny. It's it's so it's, over, too. Yeah, I was going to say, and it's just, it's the perfect, like, I'm not saying it's dumb, like, that it's actually dumb, but you know, like just one of those dumb things that gets over like really well. It's so fun. He was, uh, he was doing the hand th- that like 
that tough guy hand thing and then yeah. he had the salsa dance and then he just combined the two yeah. <laughs> into something that just like does not make any sense mm-hmm. it's a tough guy pose with a salsa dance yeah like it doesn't I, it doesn't make any sense but he, it's so funny when he does he that. did the thing too uh when keith lee chopped him where he absorbs the chop and turns it into the dance so i hope that actually becomes something in his repertoire because that's hilarious it's 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 so funny. It's so funny. But, like the fans will be booing him mercilessly, and then he'll do the dance, and they start cheering. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've seen a um, ton of like on Twitter him retweeting people in England saying like, "Please, Tony Khan, book him on the show because we all want to do the salsa dance with him." So if they have him on the the, the Wembley show, I imagine everyone's going to go nuts whenever he starts doing the salsa dance. I have a question. They ran a. This is just off the, just because you mentioned Wembley. Mm-hmm. I'm going on a going way off book here. Um, Will Osprey had a little promo. Um, did he mention if you want to do it again? I have a spot. Yeah, they or somebody we, mentioned something like that because Kenny had a promo too, and they they said like we got to do it one more time or something like that. I I I thought like uh, Osprey said something like I have a spot. Or some, mm-hmm. so, something like that. So it's, like, it's Wembley. Mm-hmm. They're doing oh, it at 100%. Wembley, and it's going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. They have to. That or Japan. Yeah, um, well, they've already done Japan. Yeah, so yeah. like you did the neutral ground, then you did AEW, or mm-hmm. I guess maybe Wembley's. In, uh, anyways. You did Canada, well, Kenny's territory, and now you're doing England, Will's territory. Yeah, and, and New Japan was both of their territories. So mm-hmm. like, it's it's actually incredibly well booked yeah yeah, for two guys from two different companies Mm -hmm. um yeah but the uh the ending of this match i i really think this was um because like the crowd is super behind keith lee and he's dyed his hair again i really think this is like a coming out again party for keith lee yes because he's booked on that week next week's show too which is awesome i because i was saying they gotta book keith lee more but they are but he did this thing i think they kind of messed it up at first where vikingo dived and they moved and i think keith lee's supposed to catch him but vikingo was going too fast and they both fell so then keith lee picks him up and uses vikingo as a weapon because it looked like he's going to power bomb him but then he starts oh, yeah. swinging him around and <laughs> vikingo just topeed him <laughs> yeah <laughs> he just topeed on heel him right in the forehead with his mm-hmm. heel yeah and keith lee looked surprised he's like what the <laughs> fuck yeah I, I think i think they're supposed to do a spot where like he dives and then Keith Lee catches him and uses him as a weapon, but he actually just went too fast and took him out for a second. But, yeah, Keith Lee got the pin. This was a fun-as-hell match. Yeah, good. It was good. He he did that, like, wherever the fuck you call his jackhammer. It's a jackhammer. He calls it... He used to call it Big Bang Catastrophe, which is a Vegeta name of a Vegeta move, but I don't think they can call that anymore for, like, copyright reasons. Because his, his sit-out powerbomb used to be called the Spirit Bomb, and they don't call it that anymore either. They they call it Big Bang something now, but I can't remember. I think it's like Big Bang Explosion or something now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on to a little bit of drama between Hangman and the Dark Order, which was, this was cool. This is really well done. I actually missed this part because it's been so hot here, my... Uh, the power was like fluctuating because like God damn, AC you, was you guys were getting brownouts. Yeah, because the AC was running so much and stuff. So I missed this like whole segment. <laughs> so I'll tell you about it. Yeah. So you got you have the Bucks and Hangman, and they say 
we had a great match at the at the pay-per-view and we are here to put out an open challenge like an open contract for anybody for a trios match against us and then um the dark order saddles in beside them and hangman's like oh hey guys uh, we're actually uh or the bucks are like oh we're actually doing something here and they're like oh, oh yeah yeah no we know we know like we're not we're not interrupting we're we're accepting you're you're like oh yeah no yeah trios yeah no we're we're in it. and they're like okay so you're in our shot can you get out and they're like oh no no we're we're signing it mm-hmm. uh we're facing you because i don't know hangman you seem to have uh seem to have forgotten us we are here for you at your darkest moments we had your back even when you even when you didn't want us we've supported you all the way through and then as soon as there's a glimmer of hope from your friends you just left us in the dust we haven't been on tv since (laughs) wonder why um and he's he's like guys oh i don't i don't want to fight you and i'm like man you don't have a choice (laughs) we signed it And then it it goes out to the... I I think we go straight to the match at this point. Like, I I think Uh, it goes to commercial, and then mm -hmm. we come back, and it's the match. I think so, because when when my power came back on, this match was on, so... And this match was great, because he had Hangman on the outside. Or, like, he would get in the match every once in a while, do some wrestling, and then want to tag out, because he felt bad about Mm it. And, um... And... But the guys in the Dark Order were fucking hitting him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Udo, specifically, when he would get near the elite corner, would always punch Hangman in the face and knock mm-hmm. him off the apron, which was awesome. And Hangman repeatedly wouldn't get the tag or would tag in and wouldn't hit Uno, would go out. back in, like uh, They were playing this game the whole time, which really good. Um, Hangman's acting was great. Um, Uno, very pissed off, and I loved that. And they were wrestling hard. And at one point, Hangman gets tagged in. He says he won't hit him, says he won't fight him. And Uno just fucking pops him in the face. Mm-hmm. I think it might have just been an open hand slap across the face. But it, they start throwing hands. Um, match is good. Match yeah. is good. They are they're going hard. Um, I love anytime I get to see Silver and Reynolds wombo combo. That's always it's exciting. good. Mm-hmm. And who did they hit it on? I can't remember. One of the they guys. hit it on Hangman. They, they did, did it on Hangman. Even mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Even better. Um, yeah. It's great match. Um, after the match, the elite the, won, right? I yes, the elite did now. win. Mm-hmm. Um, Hangman eventually would hit his buckshot. I can't remember on who. I think it was on Silver. Yeah, maybe it was Silver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he was. Because then he was knocked out and he was checking on him in the ring. Mm-hmm. And then the BCC run into the ring. Um, they attack. They take out the elite. They bust Hangman wide open. They're they're beating the hell out of the Bucks. They've got chairs in there. Um, and the Dark Order look at them. And they're like, nah. And they turn mm-hmm. around and walk out. I was like, oh, this is fucking good. Um, mm-hmm. Uno's like, nope, we're not backing you up anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you abandoned us. And then Kingston runs down and he gets his ass beat. Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. They beat yeah, him yeah. up and like okay. put him in a crazy arm bar through a chair and stuff. Yeah. And I wonder if that's to write him off so he can go to the G1. <laughs> 
Well, he is supposed to go to the G1, mm-hmm. like, very soon. But, well, we have a... We're almost at this part, which I don't think he can go until after this, or maybe he can go before this. I don't know when the G1's happening. The G1 starts the 15th, so they announced... Uh, blood and guts. That's what uh, Moxley announces. He says, "Like we're tired of pushing each other beyond limits and speaking it's in, beyond." It's in Boston, and I think it might be in July. It's July nineteenth, is what he said. And the G one is when it starts. July fifteenth. So I don't know. I would imagine uh, Kingston's in it. I could see. I mean, they're doing four blocks, so not everyone's going to have a match at all all time so he could come back to do it and then go back to japan yeah it's interesting i don't know maybe he's not in it and then and then you can bring in abushi yeah because danielson's not going to be in it now because danielson would have been in it (laughs) and in this beatdown, takeshita was there yeah and there were that was four of them so even yeah so there, there wasn't five bcc guys in the ring so I, they may have to pull, they may do it as four, which I'd rather they not do that because I like the blood and guts to be drawn out. Mm-hmm. I like it to be longer than shorter. They could, well, if Kingston can't be in it because of the G1, then Osprey can't be in it because of the G1. Because he'll be right. in the G1. Hmm. So yeah, maybe Osprey can't do it either. Yeah. Inter- unless he's not in it, which I sh- I assume he is. I'm pretty sure he's in the G1. I don't, I can't remember. Probably. They have like 32 people in it this year. He probably so. is. Basically anyone in the company's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. So Takeshita will be in it. He's fully aligned himself with the BCC. I don't know if he's in the BCC, but he's like definitely there. Yeah, he's there. And they had that promo before Forbidden Door where Moxley called him like tall, dark, and sexy or something like that. <laughs> Great. <laughs> he's wearing the fucking Neo outfit from mm-hmm. the Matrix, yeah. which is amazing. And like during the Forbidden Door match, anytime Takeshi came in, which he'd be him and Ishii be. Oh my god, like he knocked Ishii out with that yeah. elbow. Yeah. The pop that mm-hmm. happened. The fucking that place erupted mm-hmm. when he killed Ishii. That was nuts. So hopefully we get a singles match between them someday too. So Yes. Please. I think, I imagine I think Kenny we're will... going to. I think we're going to. Oh, yeah. I think Kenny's in the G1, or not the G1, the Blood and Guts. Yeah, Kenny will be in it. Um, they might just have to do four on four, which will be weird, but... Yeah, that would be unfortunate, because mm-hmm. it, you would expect that Ibushi coming in was planned for that. I mean, they can add more people to it. They have time. They can get creative. Or oh, for sure. Something. They could do a thing where, like, the BCC hires, like, I don't know, fucking uh, Nick Gage or something. <laughs> you, just, you just have to have someone someone else run out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Uh, because it, it would suck for Ibushi not to, not to be in it if the plan was for him to be in it. Because mm-hmm. Kenny did specifically say, we have... I have other friends in other places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which. And they did that whole thing too when, uh, after the betrayal, when he's like, well, he's not in Canada. And like they're hinting that he went to Japan. Exactly. And stuff. Exactly. 
So it would be a shame for the Ibushi thing to not happen because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like them just to figure it out. Bring someone else in. I don't give a fuck. Bring That's in what Tom mean, Waller. The BCC, Bring in yeah, Tom Waller. The, had the BCC hired like Homicide or something. <laughs> Get, no, Waller. Just make it yeah. Waller. He fits. Yeah, like He's he already there. Mm-hmm. He's working with them a bit. He already attacked Cole, which I don't know. A bit of a hired, bit of a hired goon already. Yeah, that'd be good. After this, was this the the heel Jungle Boy segment? After yeah, the, the heel BCC Jungle Boy stuff? segment, which people were clowning on it a little bit online, but I thought this is the best he's been on the mic ever. So I was yeah. like, this is in the right direction. Please, I like his you. look because he he was wearing his dad's brown leather jacket from like the famous photo shoot he did back in the nineties. Oh, I didn't know stuff. that. Yeah, the brown leather. Uh, I saw people said he looked like Hyde from that '70s show. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> but when he came out, I was like, my wife and I both said, "Like, wow, he looks exactly like his dad." He like, does look exactly. He's look. <laughs> he's looking more and more like him. I didn't yeah. think he looked that much like him at first, <laughs> but he's looking a lot more like him these days. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought I thought this was good. Uh, he said that. Uh, he said that he had. Uh, Hook, who doesn't care, who flaunts his belt, which isn't even recognized by anybody, in his face all the time. He doesn't talk. He's nonchalant. Um, Jungle Boy's been busting his ass, trying to win championships. This this motherfucker doesn't even try. I'm like, fuck him. I'm going to fucking lariat. <laughs> Boom. Um, yeah. He's like, fuck you, fans. We're not doing this. We're not doing that song anymore. Um yeah, it's like, hey man, this is cool. I'm I'm here for it. I think he needs this. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Some people said like, oh, it's dead on arrival, but he got the he got like sh- shut the fuck up chance and stuff like that. He, he got, got the, uh, and anytime he brought up hook, the crowd uh, would chant like, "You fucked up" to him. And stuff, yeah, so. it's like, no, the this isn't dead on arrival. This is working. Like he's I, not a he's. Not at the level of some of the other greats, but like it's this isn't ricochet. Yeah, <laughs> they're actually say, a very, they're actually a very good comparison. Yeah, um, super athletic, can't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, He'll get there. No character. They, yeah, they but just yeah, gotta let him run is, with it for a while. This is the most character. Just don't get cold feet. This is the most yeah. character he's had. Like he sounded confident, mm-hmm. which. Uh, I couldn't say before. Mm-hmm. He didn't sound confident before. With the, he he sounded confident here, and they weren't what chanting him. They could have what chanted him with mm-hmm. the way they with his cadence, like yeah. with the pauses that he had. That's normally where shitty That's fans will jump down a wrestler's throat as they're trying <laughs> to like High finally get a chance to cut a promo for the first time. They start getting what chanted. Yeah, but so during his promo, Hook eventually comes out. Jungle Boy immediately takes off. Hook chases after him. They cut to commentary. The chat's like, we got a good camera back there. And then they eventually do. And you see Jungle Boy running through the backstage. And you see his car waiting for him. He's like, drive, drive, drive. And Jungle Boy does a perfect just dive into the back of this SUV. Immediately sticks his head out the window after he jumps into it. It was flawless and hilarious. And I loved every second of it. Wait, he stuck his head out the window too? Yeah, if you keep looking in the background... 
you can see him looking back at Hook. Like he sticks his head back out the window <laughs> to look at. Oh, I didn't know that. That's really yeah. funny. To I see saw him still... fly into it like fucking mm-hmm. Superman, which is funny. yeah. He Superman dove into that just perfect. Like <laughs> he could have messed that up so easily, and he did. <laughs> yeah, good shit. Like fucking Darby in the at the pay per view went to do a topai through the ropes, and I think like knocked himself out. Oh, are you talking about when he hit Rin after Jericho? Yeah. And Jericho, I think it's supposed to be like Jericho gave him a Judas effect or something. Like on the outside? Yeah. Okay, because it looked like he hit the ropes. Like It looked like he hit his shoulder, and he, he, just, he was just never in the match again. Yeah. Not not on Dynamite, but on the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. I think, because the way they said it, I don't know if it, it didn't even really come across TV commentary sold it. It said, oh, Jericho hit him with the Judas effect. So I think it's supposed to be like, he went for a suicide Jericho gets a Judas oh, okay on. yeah because it, it looked like he just fucking hit the ropes and died because <laughs> <laughs> we were like oh shit because he came back he was kind of nursing his he looked like he was selling his shoulder a bit so mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if that was like he actually hit caught his shoulder and was just like fuck this okay yeah like, maybe <laughs> he wasn't seen again for the rest of the match mm-hmm. but it was on the opposite side of where we were it was on the other side of the ring by the ramp we were on the, uh, we were opposite the ramp. So I think this is the point when they cut back to backstage again and Adam Cole and MJF are about to leave. Or Adam Cole's talking to Roderick Strong. Yes. And I don't have notes for that. And MJF shows back up. It's like, what's up, generic white guy? And <laughs> to <laughs> Roderick Strong. And uh, Adam, or MJF's like, you ready to go, bud? He's like, just so nice to Adam Cole. It's hilarious. And then they just leave and. Uh, Roderick's like, don't worry, man. We got this, or something. This is one of my favorite bits that MJF does. The yeah. befriending the guy thing, mm-hmm. like when he did it with Sammy. He yeah. literally, he legitimately revamped Sammy. Sammy's now mm-hmm. getting cheers as a result yeah. of this and his new and his upcoming baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Sammy's now over. He got yeah. cheers at the pay per view too. I yeah. cheered him too. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Cheer the faces, boo the heels, cheer Sammy when he's finally getting back over again. Yeah, um, yeah this is funny. Um, then we have... I guess Ruby Soho versus... I didn't see who she was wrestling. Oh, yeah, we have... Because uh... Britt Baker's sick, too. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Ruby versus... Ruby in a squash. Squash yeah. is somebody. We didn't get her versus Britt because Britt's sick. And Which, then... Uh... During the Adam Cole promos, you could hear... You can still hear like the sickness in his voice. So okay, I, okay. I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Ruby afterwards she grabs a mic and she calls this, out Brett and Cole. This promo was really good though. After yeah, the match for sure. She calls out uh, Brett and Cole for being sick and ducking their matches. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, she says it's all it's all you Canadian people's fault. You got them sick. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that. Uh, when she arrived on the scene, Britt questioned who she was. Uh, but since then, uh, since she's arrived, she's no longer questioning it now. She knows who she is. She's the person who's here to take everything from Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. And she cuts this promo on the camera, looking down at it from above. Mm-hmm. Which maybe yeah. wouldn't be great for the fans in attendance, but for, for the TV. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. I liked her line too, like, Britt, uh, get your head out of the toilet and look at me. And stuff. Yes, I like that. Really good. Really like 
take your head out of the toilet for a second so I can talk to you. <laughs> it's uh, I like how she won the match too. She won the match with the lockjaw. She put the rubber glove on and everything. Yes, really cool. Mm-hmm. And from here, I believe we go to the main event. Yeah. Which, for the life of me, I can't remember what it was. It was uh, Sting and Darby versus Sammy and Jericho. Right, I remember it now because Sting fucking St- Sting is a fucking madman. Like I don't know how else to put it other than that. Like first of all, uh, fucking Taz is like, well, those tables are too far away for Darby, and then Sting goes up there. He's like, well, they're definitely too far away for yeah. Sting. Well, if you notice too, uh, the. Because Sting set up a table and Darby set up on the table. The one Darby pulled out, the leg was broke. And Taz kept going, like, that table's broke. Don't do that. Don't do that. But they got it to stay up because whenever he, they put Sammy on, I was like, I hope that broken table doesn't just collapse. But it didn't, thank goodness. And then, But, yeah, so Sting goes off this fucking ladder. Off fucking... the ladder from inside the ring to out to the floor through two tables. Well, one, and, one fucking table. Fucking, like, and... cracks his face off of one of them. Yeah. And then he I was, thought he knocked teeth out, but he posted on Twitter that he's going to need a bunch of stitches for the bottom of his lip. So I think he just bit a hole through his mouth. Yeah, I heard it was probably his teeth <laughs> bit yeah. a hole through because it didn't look like his face hit anything. But like, yeah, he didn't look good. <laughs> yeah, because when he comes back in the ring, his because he, he always has that soul patch, you know, it's just yeah. covered in blood when he came back into the ring. Yeah, this match was this match was nutty. It was good. It was fun. I liked <laughs> it. Um the there was a Jericho Judas affected a coffin drop, which was cool. Mm-hmm. At one point, I yeah, believe. he was the pain maker. Yeah, I, pain maker versus Sting. Okay, fair enough. I'll let you mm-hmm. do it this time. But like, he thinks it's the coolest fucking thing in the world. He does. He does. He just looks like an old man going to his son's goth concert or something. <laughs> yeah. This is an old dude attending a fucking Alice Cooper concert mm-hmm. with yeah, all the other too, geriatrics. Because yeah. mm-hmm. like he wears that mask now, and I was like, he just looks like a Jabberwocky. Like remember that dance group? Yes, the Jabber. <laughs> and then like, but this match was fun. Like Sting and um, Jericho were like bat fighting at the beginning yes and they both have those aluminum bats so it's like cling 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 it was cool yeah it was a good time man um darby's taking bumps yeah fucking sammy doing darby took that one bump that he does where they set the ring steps right by the the railing oh yeah and he fucking launched over yeah so he hits his knees on the steps and then as he flips, he hits his back on the guardrail. I'm like, Darby, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> That's just two painful spots you're hitting. Fucking shades of Mick Foley fucking riding mm-hmm. those rails. Yeah, when he spun on the rails. <laughs> yeah, man. That was awesome. Lear- learning from Mick. Yeah. Um, yeah, good time, good match. I mean, I don't really... Is this leading to a Sting versus Jericho match? I don't know how good that th- match could be. I think it's... Because remember a couple weeks ago they teased that Sammy didn't want to hang out Jericho anymore. And then at the pay-per-view, Jericho made Sammy do the 630 on Sting through the table. Like, Sammy didn't want to. But they didn't tease any of that during this match. They were pretty much on the same page. But I think it's leading towards that, of Sammy turning on Jericho finally. Yes. Yes, I hope so. I hope that. And Sammy was in street clothes. This wasn't a street fight. It was just a Texas tornado match. And my coworker's like, I wonder if he lost his luggage. I was like, maybe. Because who, what, uh, was it Tony Storm lost her luggage and she just had to wrestle in street clothes that one time? 
Oh, Penelope Ford did. Yeah, Penelope Ford. Yeah, that's who it was. <laughs> She's just out there in like pants and lingerie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, good stuff. Love it. Um, yeah. The, this was a very fun episode. Sting it doing was, that fucking move was Sting wild. doing the dive is one of the most insane things I've ever seen. The end of this match was really good. I can't remember how they set it up, but it was nice. Uh, I know they Jericho and Sting traded submissions. And then maybe he went for the Judas effect and Sting caught him into the Scorpion Death Drop. Someone, I think, I think, uh, he got like hit into the Death Drop somehow. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that was the fucking week before. I don't know. Sting's been in a lot of matches lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've been booking him a lot. Um, Hopefully he'll take some time off to let his mouth heal some. But... Heal up a little bit, yeah. Um, so what do, we, what do we have for Collision this week? Have they announced um, Samoa Joe versus Roderick. Amazing. In Owen, which that, oh my God. And then uh, Ricky Starks versus Juice. In the Amazing Owen. again. Yeah, Can't wait. and then um, Dustin versus Hobbs, amazing. Yeah, that'll be good. That all all those are Owen, and then I, w- I wish they would stop putting Dustin in every tournament. He's yeah. been in every tournament. Mm-hmm. We know he's going to lose. It's okay. You can just put someone who's good. I understand why they do that because mm-hmm. Dustin can lose. And yeah, but and know. then uh, Chris Statlander versus. Lady Frost for the T- TBS title, which that would be good. Which interesting. Yeah. it's And MJF's making his debut. He's wrestling on Collision. Which is funny. So I wonder if they... Because CM Punk, I know he's going to be on there, but they haven't announced him in anything mm-hmm. yet. I wonder if he's going to come out and confront MJF. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I would like that. I would like that very much. Yeah. Um Another little tidbit of information: um, Billy Starks, who had a great match in the uh, in the pre-show against yeah. Athena, um, that oh, match was a banger. Speaking of Athena, last week on ROH, her and Kira Hogan absolutely had a hell of a like a no holds barred street fight match. Yeah, like everyone, go find how, a way to if watch. I knew that. How, if I had a way of watching those, I would absolutely go watch that match. I'm not going to say how I watched it, but you, you can find ways. But <laughs> that match <Yes>. ruled. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah, Billy Starks, she's got a shirt now on AEW.com. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think somebody recently had said she was signed. Mm-hmm. Like a talent had said like, oh yeah, Billy Starks is signed or something like that. It was broken on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And like with all these young people, if they're around the company that much, you kind of, yeah, you can as- assume that they have like the, uh, tier zero contract or whatever for the time. Oh, being. for sure. And she, but she had like a whole video package during the, the yeah. zero hour. Oh, she's, uh, stuff, so. she's signed. She's signed. Yeah. She's coming. Um, for me, she can kind of, at least her look and her shirt and the branding kind of that they're giving her can fill that role that, um, I can't remember her name. Kylie Ray. Was that her name? Oh, yeah. Was supposed to the the bubbly Bailey role. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Billy Starks can fill that role. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's incredible, oh, incredible, yeah. and she had a fucking heater of a match with Athena. That the, Death Valley, or no, it wasn't Death Valley driver. She just dumped her off the top 
onto the, the, the apron <laughs> Athena did to Billy Starks. It was a, it was a nasty match. It was good mm-hmm. as hell. And Athena was getting cheered. I was booing her because I like to boo the heels and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Got to keep the kayfabe alive. From all the stuff I've seen on from Ring of Honor, it's like Athena's like the best part of Ring of yeah, Honor. From, yeah, I mean, from everything that I see, she's been pretty much main eventing that show. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe's not on it every week. Athena is. Mm-hmm. She's essentially the headliner of that show right now. She's yeah. carrying it. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, but um, I'm glad they put her in the Owen so she can be on AEW TV because it's been a while yes, since she's... it has been a while since we've seen her. And I kind of, like, she's got she's to gotta be strong when she's on it. Like, she can't really be losing matches anymore, which mm-hmm. I think is maybe part well, of the Well, commentary said she hasn't lost a match since, like, November of last year or something like that. So. Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm saying because she sort of, uh, she came in and she got in feuds, like, one... Like against like top talent, like yeah, she went against Jade. I thought she was going to be the one to to beat to stop Jade. Jade's. Yeah, um, in my opinion, she probably should have mm-hmm. been that person, and then uh, and then you can have Stat come in and beat and beat Athena. Yeah, but um, especially with Athena being heel now, so that would work. Yeah, like there's a there's room for Athena to come in and be that character in AEW. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. Um, she's going to have to drop the. Ring of Honor title at some point, and then and then come on over because we have we have all the time in the world now with Collision. Yeah, I I'd really like Athena to be in the the Outcast story because she fits with the Outcast, and I think she's mean enough to where she can elevate their their stable even more. I agree strongly. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, on that note, I think uh, I think we're done. All right, we're at sixty nine <laughs> minutes. Nice. Peace.